Hello, hello, and welcome to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. It's the free monthly magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Hi, everybody. John the announcer here, and you're going to be glad you popped in today. Today's show is great. So let's bring on the host. Here is comic impressionist Rich Natoli. Welcome to the Vegas Voice Radio Show. Rich Natoli, your host. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, first up, we have uh, actress Nancy Harding as a brand new uh, TV movie coming out in December. Uh, a Christmas movie. And then uh, bottom of the hour, we have ultra-endurance athlete from Hawaii, Chet the Jet Blanton, who's breaking records like crazy. He, I call him Forrest Gump. Anyways, he'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour. But right, first up, we got uh, actress Nancy Harding. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Rich. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being on this morning. So let's talk about your movie right off the bat, because you got a, a brand new movie coming out uh, called uh, Crown Prince for Christmas, which will air on December the 10th on the Family Network, correct? Right. It's, it's actually GAC Family, Great American Family. So what it is, is it's the CEO of Hallmark, moved over to this great American family, and they produced 18 Christmas movies that have already started. They started at the end of October. So every Saturday night, you're going to get a new Christmas movie. Wow, so that's exciting. that's uh, that's exciting. And so now you have a pretty impressive resume because I was reading your thing. You were in you were in the movie uh, God's Not Dead, which was a uh, um, which was a great movie. I saw that movie. I now I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the the whole thing, but I I thought Kevin Sorbo was great in that. Right. So it, it's actually a series um, of movies. I was in God's Not Dead 4, which is God's Not Dead, We the People. Mm-hmm. And it was all about homeschooling. So they go to the Supreme Court and they fight for their right to homeschool their children as they see fit. Uh, you know, teaching them about faith and family and education so that was the premise of that. I worked with David A.R. White, who yeah. has been in all of them. You know, he, he's the pastor, Pastor Dave. And so all of my scenes were with David, and it was the best experience possible. That's on Pure Flix. Yeah, yeah. David's been on our show a couple of times. Um, yeah, great, great actor and producer. And uh, that's, that's exciting. And so now, so tell me about you. Okay, where did you grow up? I grew up in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I was uh, a program director at my high school radio station. Yeah. And then I studied broadcast communications at Western Michigan University. And then I announced for the local adult contemporary radio station. I was the DJ for QLight 106.5 WQLR. Wow. And so and, now, uh, yeah, after that... that, I moved to California. And of course, got bit by the acting bug. So now, what so acting fun. was acting something you always wanted to do? Or, it's kind of a natural transition, you know. Uh, everything's kind of related. Totally natural. I I dipped my toes uh, into acting at the Kalamazoo Civic Theater, where I met my husband. Uh, so when I came out here to Los Angeles, 
signed immediately with a voiceover agent. He pulled me into commercials, and then every year the auditions got better and better, and then they pulled me into TV and film. Wow, very cool. And so so how long have you been in California then? I've been in California for about 25 years now. Oh, oh wow, wow, And I wow. absolutely love it. Yeah, and so... Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's definitely where, you know, the industry, all the things are happening. Now, the acting, you know, a lot of the actors I've had on uh, lately have talked about how, you know, the, it, the auditions and everything have changed. Like, everything's electronic now, right? That is exactly it. During the pandemic, everything went to um, self-taping. So you self-tape your auditions uh, at home. So if you were smart at the beginning of the pandemic, the beginning of, you know, March 15, 2020 is when Hollywood shut down. So if you were smart, you would have created your own home studio. I bought a beautiful DSLR camera, boom mic, box light, ring light. So, uh, yeah, you're, the beautiful thing about that is you can film your auditions at home and send the Academy Award performance. Yeah. And, you know, used to be like, you know, when I was in L.A. reading for for roles and and stuff in my 20s, it was you had to you had to go drive there. And then, you you know, you'd walk out of you'd walk out of the audition, kind of like what Clint Eastwood used to say. You'd walk out going, well, I blew another one. (laughs) And then then you move on to the next one. And it was kind of like you had one shot. And if you didn't really, if you know, if, if you messed up your reading, you, you're thinking, I, I blew it. I, I don't have another chance. But with this, the way they're doing it now, it's great because you don't have to send it in to your agent until you're happy with it, right? Right. Well, you send it in directly to the casting director, and that's exactly it. You edit it yourself, and you can send in your best performance, and there's no nerves. You're not going across town in traffic. You're not yeah. sitting in a lobby with people that all look like you, and you're just sitting there, a bundle of nerves. Then you go in and read with a casting director who could read totally flat and give you nothing. Right. You know? Right. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, That's happened to me a million times. <laughs> I know exactly. exactly what you're talking about. And so, and so now, Okay, so do you, do how do they do callbacks now then? Um, a lot of times uh, we will do a Zoom callback, and you will meet the director, and um, he'll give you direction on, you know, tweaks here and there to see if you're able to take direction on Zoom. Yep. Wow, they, they need to relabel this like, it's like COVID auditions. Nobody nobody comes in contact with anybody except for electronically, which is which I think is better because it, it doesn't waste time, gas, and all that stuff, right? And I absolutely love it. Yeah. My career has flourished during the pandemic. Yeah, good like for you. Like this year, I shot nine films and five commercials. Wow, that's... That's yeah. a, that's amazing. And so now, um, so then you do the, when you do the Zoom call, then that's so you do like one callback and then they decide I want you or I don't want you. That's exactly it. Yes. 
And then if they want you, they just give you the filming date and where and all that, right? So it's you're off That's and running. Exactly, yeah. So you never have to really go in then to the to there and meet anybody in person, right? From nope. start to finish. Wow, that's amazing. You are meeting them the first day on set. Wow, that's so good, Nancy. That's the best way to do this. Wow, Absolutely. I wish they had that technology uh, years ago. It would have saved a lot of people a lot. It probably, it probably, you know, the casting would have ended up differently because, you know, so many people, you know, you're nervous when you're doing that live reading. And like you said, you know, you get a casting person who's who can't really act, who's just line reading, and it kind of, it's hard to do a performance with somebody that's not really good. And so that yeah. affects everything. It does. And the other thing is this, the other thing is how they're, how they're, they used to kind of judge you while they're reading with you and they're not even mm-hmm. good. So how, how did that work? You know, it kind of was awkward the whole way, the right. whole process of that. Right, because their head was down right. reading the lines. So how could they possibly see your performance? Right. It, it didn't make sense. And, and mm-hmm. I remember, you know, that when they would do the first auditions, they wouldn't even videotape you. They wouldn't videotape you until the callback. So you're, they, how could they really remember what you were doing? They weren't even watching you. So it's kind of, right. it was kind of weird and unfair and, and all that. But you know what, you know, thank God for uh, progress and uh, technology because that's a great thing. Again, we're talking to uh, Nancy Harding, uh, actress. Uh, she's done several uh, projects, and her new movie is a TV movie uh, called Crown Prince for Christmas, which will air on December 10th on uh, GA Family Network, and it airs at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that's it. Who else is in that, Nance? Uh, okay, so Cindy Busby plays my daughter. Now, Cindy is the queen of romantic comedies. She's the queen of rom-coms. Um, so she plays my daughter. The, uh, the whole story goes that I visit my daughter, Madison is her name, um, and she has a hotel job. We're sitting in the lobby. Her coworker comes up, coworker Sebastian, and I... I think that I recognize him, and I thought that maybe he's the Prince of Luxembourg, but mm-hmm. there's no pictures of the prince out, so we can't really confirm it. So I invite Sebastian over for Christmas dinner, and uh, Madison tells her coworker Sebastian, you know what, my mother thinks you're the prince, so can you just act the part? It's really making her excited. So Sebastian comes, we have Christmas dinner. He fits the role perfectly. It fits like a glove, this whole acting like a prince thing. So we cut to the end. He has this big reveal, but by that time, my daughter has already fallen in love with him as her friend and co-worker. And uh, we have a big royal gala at the end where Sebastian's mom and dad come, and they are the king and queen of Luxembourg. And my daughter performs. She sings and fulfills her lifelong dream of being an aspiring musician. Wow, that's so cool. That sounds like a great story. That's uh, that's the uh, the TV movie called Crown Prince for Christmas, airing on uh, GAC uh, Family Network. 
at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're talking to Nancy Harding. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to chat a little bit more with Nancy right after this. You're listening to The Vegas Voice, brought to you by The Vegas Voice magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Don't go away. Rich and I return right after this. Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate a lower tax bill. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts. But you can stop these IRS actions. The tax doctor will fight for you using industry secrets that can stop any IRS actions, eliminate penalties and interest, and reduce your past tax bill. So you pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call the tax doctor now for a free IRS audit emergency review. Call 800-515-4956. That's 800-515-4956. Again, 800-515-4956. That's 800-515-4956. Replacing your air conditioning and heating system is a big decision. That's why Johnny on the Spot Air Conditioning and Heating tailors every new unit estimate to meet our clients' needs. We go over all the options with you and custom design a new system for you and your home. And of course, these consultations are always free. Schedule your free new unit estimate online at johnnies.vegas or call us at 702-JOHNNIES. That's 702-564-6697. Contractor license number 76827. It's the funniest show in town. Jewman Group at the Tuscany Suites and Casino. A comedy thousands of years in the making. Wednesday to Saturday, 5.30 p.m. in the Copa Room at the Tuscany. From the Catskills to the Borscht Belt to the shimmering lights of Las Vegas. It's Jewman Group at the Tuscany. For tickets and information, log on to JewmanGroup.com. That's JewmanGroup.com. You're going to laugh your us off. Are you in bad pain? You know what I mean. Your knees hurt. Your shoulder hurts. Your elbow and back are constantly killing you. And I'm sure you've tried every pain pill or cream available at the drugstore. Am I right? Well, here's something you haven't tried. Pain Magic. Pain Magic is not available at any drugstore. The only place you can get it is by calling the special toll-free number I'm about to give you. And to make things even better, call right now and find out about our buy one, get one free offer. We're so confident it'll work for you that we offer a free bottle with your purchase. No prescription required. Call now to learn how you can get pain magic and get rid of your pain. Remember, your results may vary. 800-419-1971. That's 800-419-1971. Welcome back to the Vegas Voice. Here again, your host, comic impressionist Rich Natoli. We're talking to a television and film star, actress Nancy Harding, has a brand new holiday movie coming out uh, called Crown Prince for Christmas. 
which airs December 10th on uh, uh, GAC Family Network. It will air at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The movie, again, is called uh, Crown Prince for Christmas. And so now, did you do other Christmas films before this, or is this the first Christmas uh, movie you've done? I did do another Christmas movie, but Rich, I also want to tell them how to find Great American Family because it's on a, a variety of platforms now. So what what viewers can do is go to greatamericanfamily.com. They select Channel Finder. Then they put in their zip code, and it will tell you all your viewing options with, because it's available on a cable Direct TV, Dish Network, and Hulu Live. Oh, that's terrific! You know, there's so many yeah. great, so many great channels now. Do you, do you, do you? Uh, now you do since you did uh, God Isn't Dead. Have you done other faith-based movies, or was that the first faith-based movie? I know I love faith-based movies. Um, in fact, I feel like that is my calling. Uh, I'm an actress, a mom, and a Sunday school teacher. So I'm always trying to do family-friendly programming. Yeah, you know? good for you. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why this Great American Family is the perfect fit because everyone on there, you know, you've got that um, Candace uh, Cameron Burr. Danica McKellar, Jen Lilly, Cameron Matheson, all these people, good people, good role models. And the network is just all about family-friendly series, original holiday movies, and, of course, romantic comedies that celebrate faith and families. Yeah, that's really cool. And I think Hollywood is, I think that they've kind of learned that faith-based movies are very profitable. Yeah, and you know what? In the beauty of a faith-based movie, or just even a family-friendly movie, is I can sit down with my 12-year-old daughter, and you know there's going to be a beautiful message, and it's just going to be, you know, very family-friendly with no violence, nothing gratuitous, and you can just have that confidence of enjoying something with your family. Wow, I think you. I think you would love our movie. We we our movie's getting released in the uh, early part of spring called Faith Wins: The Wild Card of the Strip, and it's a faith based movie. We, we won the best Christian screenplay award for the for the screenplay, and uh, we just had the premieres one here in, in Las Vegas. You would you would love this movie. I would have oh, I would have put I you in that, that movie out. if I knew of you. I'd have put you in that movie when we when we cast it last year. It's um, well, you know what? Let's work together, Rich, on the next one. Oh, let's do that because we're already talking about you know seeing how this one does and maybe doing a next one. Uh, uh, maybe maybe sometime next year. Or so uh, and, yeah, and congratulations on that going to a festival. What's the name of it? Yeah, it's called Faith Wins the Wild Card okay. of the Strip. And it's about, um, I, I'm a comedy impressionist, that's what I do, and so it's, it's my character is a comedy impressionist who's on, on top, and he's got everything, and some tragedies happen, and he pretty much loses everything and ends up homeless on the streets of Las Vegas. And for a period of time, he's homeless, and then he discovers faith in some unusual ways on his journey to get his life back on track, and it's a beautiful story, and... Um, um, 
famous impressionist Rich Little makes an appearance in the movie, and a lot of oh, wow. other, a lot of other Las Vegas entertainers are in the movie. So um, yeah, if you go, if, if, hit me up on Facebook, and I'll friend you on there, and you can read about it and stuff because I always post everything about it on there. Perfect. I, I love that storyline. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks so much. Yeah. So um, Nancy Harding, her movie again, Crown Prince for Christmas, airing December tenth on uh, mm-hmm. the the GAC Family Network, and it's uh, eight p.m. Eastern right. time and five p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And right, I, and I'm going to be posting a lot of behind the scenes photos and videos on my Instagram, which is at nancy dot harding n a n c y dot harding h a r d so uh everyone uh follow me there and they will get background photos are you on the facebook too i am oh good nancy harding on facebook as well yeah good i'll 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 send you an invite on there and uh so now now uh, quickly we got a few minutes left so i wanted to ask you so anybody in your family in, in no actresses or actors in your family um well like i said i've got a 12 year old daughter and um what i've done with her is she's been taking voice lessons for the past four years and so anytime she does her summer theater um She's, she's getting the lead roles. Like, so she just uh, auditioned for Hamilton, and we were practicing Skylar sister songs. Well, they cast her as Hamilton the lead. So that's, wow. <laughs> that's the beauty of giving your child voice lessons early on. Well, yeah, and, and she's got a great mentor. I mean, you, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, but think, no, think about it. Like, when we started, like, when I started, I didn't have any anybody that would help me you know i pretty much had to learn by falling on my face with you know as a stand-up comedian and actor and all that i had to kind of learn the hard way but you know our kids are lucky you know if they go into this because they have us and we can guide them that's exactly it we've been through the trenches and yeah, we know, know what works <laughs> <laughs> boy we've been through the trenches all right let me tell you <laughs> But that's all. That's all awesome, and so uh, it's all good. And now, anybody you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Uh, I would like to work more with David A. R. White in Pure Flix, and of course, more with uh, Great American Family because that's just the perfect fit for me. Yeah, that's so awesome. Good for you. I think the the faith based movies have. The, you know, I, I I'm really happy to see that they're doing so well. And people are really enjoying them. You know, when we had our premieres, I mean, people at the end of the movie, they were they were actually crying, you know, from the story. And I went, ooh. I told my, my co-producer, I go, wow, this is a good sign. <laughs> I said, I said we, we got them. <laughs> yes, that's a beautiful sign if you can hit some emotion. Yeah, we got well, a lot. you know what? Then they're going to walk out and they're going to continue to think about that. Yeah. And you planted your seed. Yeah, so it's amazing. And uh, uh, anyways, but much success with the, the TV movie Crown Prince for Christmas airing December 10th. Crown Prince for Christmas, December 10th on the GA Family uh, Network. It airs at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Nancy dot Hart, at Nancy.Harding on Instagram, Nancy Harding on Facebook. Thank you so much, Nancy. We really appreciate you being on. Thank you, Rich. And I'll send you an invite, and we can chat on Facebook. Perfect. All right. Have a beautiful day. Thanks so much. You too. 
We will be we'll be right back with Chet the Jet Blanton from Hawaii, ultra endurance athlete, right after this. The Vegas Voice brought to you by the Vegas Voice magazine. It's the free monthly magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Don't go away. We'll have more right after this. Recover Now is a national campaign aimed at the education and awareness of the devastating effects of opioid and heroin abuse and curbing drug and alcohol addiction in the United States. Recover Now is sponsored by treatment facilities nationwide. Many of them have been where you are, and they want to help by spreading a message of hope and recovery. They're working hand-in-hand with major insurance companies nationwide that can help you or loved one get clean in 7 to 30 days days. Recover Now is embarking on a national outreach campaign on TV and radio to promote anti-addiction messages. So if you, a loved one, or someone you know has a problem with drugs or alcohol, do not wait. A new life for you could be 30 days away. Call us right now. I promise this call can change your life. Sponsored by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 800-936-5087. 800-936-5087. That's 800-936-5087. Holy gentle giants, dog food, Batman. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the Batman TV series. I was the caped crusader, and now I'm the canine crusader. After rescuing and feeding 15,500 dogs for 23 years, my wife and I created a natural, low-fat, heart-healthy, made-in-America dog food and special feeding and care program designed to help all dogs live amazingly longer, healthier, happier lives. Our dogs are living as long as 27 healthy, active years. Yours can, too. That's twice their normal lifespan and triple for some breeds. Would you like your dog to live as long as 27 years and still be active and healthy? Gentle Giants Dog Food is complete nutrition for all dogs and puppies, all ages and sizes, and is different from other dog foods without the greasy coating and high fat content that can shorten your dog's life. Try our Gentle Giants life-enhancing dog food for the longer, healthier, happier life of your dog. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-622-8802 That's 800-622-8802 the Vegas Voice continues. Here again, Rich Natoli. Welcome back to the Vegas Voice Radio Show. Rich Natoli, your host here. And we are joined uh, from Hawaii by the ultra endurance uh, athlete. I call him Forrest Gump because this guy wins Ironman competitions. He's got a 
cast iron heart <laughs> and the cast <laughs> cast iron muscles. Chet the Jet Blanton. How are you, Chet? Aloha, brother Rich. How are you, man? Good, man. Just uh hanging in there, working, running. Yeah, so life. so I've been reading I've been reading about all these things. So you you were touring all over the place with these uh these marathons and stuff. Tell us what you've been doing. Um yeah, this year has been interesting. I went and worked in Sedona, Arizona for a couple months teaching tennis, and I trained up there in the higher altitude. And I went and ran my fastest marathon in about 25 years. I did a 333 marathon at Jack and Jill Marathon up in Washington State. And then a month later, I flew to Hungary, and I got to do the World Championship six-day run. You run for six days around a one-kilometer loop. And my best ever was 301 miles. And I did 344 miles this year. That's awesome. And, so uh, tell tell 64. the people tell the people how many Ironman competitions you've done because you 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 oh. I mean you did like what how many did you do like tops in a year? Well, total I've done 107. Um, 107 at the time in in uh, from 99 to 2003 I had the record. That's when people started doing it. But I did 27 Ironmans in one year which was the world's record at the time. And then since then it's been demolished, but um, it was fun. And, uh, and my longest one was a 20 time Ironman. It was a 48 mile swim, 2,240 mile bike and a 524 mile run all consecutive in 28 days. So it's nuts. Yeah. And, and, and so now when, when that's all done, do you like sleep for a week? How does kind of, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. do much at all. Just eat a lot and just, kick back and sleep recover and it's amazing that first week if you ask me hey what's next i'll you know i'd tell you to you know you know shove off or something you know but uh after a week that i already started thinking about the next one it's it's amazing how the brain works you know the first week you don't want to even think about anything because you're hurt you got blisters on your feet you're just uh thinking that's it i'm never doing this again and then about a week later you can't wait to figure out your next adventure so <laughs> yeah and i think pe- people should know i, I mean um, folks, he's 64 years old now. Well, how old are you? You're Chet. getting up there too. Yeah, aren't you? yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, but what's amazing is nobody, nobody who, who, okay, when you're competing, there's nobody your age doing this, is there, that could well, do it? No, there actually is. It's weird. In the ultra world, the top guys are all in their 40s and 50s. But still, the 40s and 50s, not 20s and 30s. It's kind of an older man sport. And now there's a lot of guys in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and there's even a couple guys in their 80s now. And um, so that gives me hope. You know, I thought, man, once I hit 60, I'm over, you know, I'm done. But now I'm seeing these guys 70 and 80 still, you know, kind of going along. And I said, you know what? <laughs> Maybe by the time I'm their age, I'll be in better shape or something and, you know, can keep going. You, you could, yeah, you could uh, probably keep going because, you know, you're conditioned now. How long have you been yeah. doing this? How many years now have you been doing it? Well, I do have something to say. I just found out they did this new thing. It was called the longevity list. And they had it for the 50 and 100 mile you know, races. And I'm like eighth in the world for the longest in between my first 100 miler and my last 100 miler. They just made a six-day one. And the very first six-day run was in 1980. And I did two of them in 81. And I think only one guy is still alive that's done the uh, the eighty one. So 
Um, I've got the longest streak in the whole world, uh, 41 and a half years since I did my first six-day run in 1981. Wow. Wow. I mean, that doesn't make me fast or good. It just, you know, makes me old, I guess, or just I've been doing it for a while. I did it when I was like 22 or three years old, so I was real young because most guys don't start until they're like 30s and 40s and 50s. And so by me doing that, I'm 64, which, you know, seems old, but... I'm just right in the prime right now, it seems like, for Ultra, and uh, and I've got 41 and a half years, and I'm going to do another one December 28th in uh, Arizona. Yeah, that's amazing. And so now, tell 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 the folks what your daily regimen is, okay? We, when you, you, you know, you get well, up... Well, it all depends. Like, I usually like to get up at like 4 in the morning. I'll go run 6 to 10 miles before work, oh, and then <laughs> go to work. But my work isn't real work. It's teaching kids how to ride bikes. Mm-hmm. So... I can kind of, you know, fudge a little bit and run and be a little tired because when I go to work, it's riding bikes with kids. So how hard can that be? And uh, afterwards, I get off and I go teach tennis. And then I usually come home and I'll do a six or eight miler to end my day and have a nice dinner. And I've been, I guess I'm getting old, so I'm going to bed like at seven, eight o'clock sometimes. Yeah, but okay. So, so, so you teach? Where do you teach tennis at? Like the resorts there in Hawaii? Or uh, well, no at. Iolani, um, it's a private school. It's a really nice private school, and I'm one of the coaches there. Mm-hmm. And um, I do that just part-time with a bike head with my running, and I'm pretty content with that. I used to have a running group in town, but I stopped doing that just to spend more time for my own self. And uh, But every summer, I don't have work, so I go to Sedona, Arizona at a five-star resort out in the beautiful Red Rock Mountains, and I teach tennis for two months. Wow! It's awesome at the resort. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. You got to do a book, Chet. You got to do a book about. I know everybody says that. I'm <laughs> yeah. about right, but I might like. I might have to get someone to do it for me. Yeah. You got to <laughs> do a book, like you know, whatever, sixty uh, something, still kicking, still running, still. You know, you got to do. Hey. You got to do a book talking about your 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 amazing uh, athletic career because uh, to be able to, to... Well, my whole life, basically, you know, I, you know, my mom was married eight times, mm. and which you know, and hard to believe, but when I tell you this next fact, you'll be amazed even. Do you know you and me hung out 54 years ago? Yeah, we were in the fourth grade. We were best friends fourth in the fourth grade. grade. Roosevelt High yep. or Roosevelt, Roosevelt Elementary, Elementary School in Northern California. And you that's lived right. at 809 Alameda. Yes, right. That yeah, that's wow. Wow, you and got King a great was memory. Your dog. You got a great memory. Yeah, and that was. But look at look at what we've both gone on to do. You know, to follow our careers and to to find success doing what we love to do. And well, I mean, you were always doing impressions, and I was always running. <laughs> and now, what are we doing? You're doing impressions, and I'm running. And you're running. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a. It's it's amazing and and so um yeah you know so many so many people uh you know just kind of keep in touch and and grow up and and do their things and go after their dream and that's what every, everybody needs to go after their dream. I'm a big advocate yeah, no, of and I said yeah and no matter what it is like like I'm not rich I mean but I've never put that as a priority in my life. Well, I it's not about, you know, you know, the, the, it's yeah, I, I don't look, look, the, this uh, uh, an old uh, radio guy that I worked for years ago told me this and, and I it always remembered this. And he said, you know, we all know that money's important because we need it to live. So we know that. OK, right. but with that being said, money should never be 
the primary reason as to why you do something. And I always remember oh, that because no. he was 100% correct. You got to go after your passion and your dream and just keep going. And money will always follow in some capacity. You'll always be able to make money. So right. it just go after you what you what love. You Use your gifts. Yeah, use your yeah. gifts. You know, use what God gave I mean, I've you. I've sponsored before. I've gotten, you know, help. And I'm just an average guy in the world of, you know, I mean, in some sense, like I'm not winning any races or, you know, like the top 10K guy in the world. But I get all these sponsors just because, I, um, you know, I advertise good for the people. I send them people to their stores. And that's what they really want. They don't care about having, you know, the name on your shirt or something. I mean, you know, what are you doing for them? So I think I've been able to be the average guy that can give back a lot to people. So that's why I've had a lot of help in my career, and I've had a lot of good people help me, and and I appreciate it. And I, you know, I've been doing it for sixty four years. And like my wife says, you still act like a kid. I said, well, thank you. Well, no, that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. You know, I, I think... never want to grow up. Yeah, I never <laughs> yeah. want to grow up. You know. Yeah, who wants who wants to act like an old person? You know, you don't want to. I mean, be an back old in the day, if you said sixty, I'd say, oh my god, that's so old. And, you know, like you're in a wheelchair almost, you know, and and now I'm 64. I'm going, hey, you know, I'm, I'm good to at least 70 or 80 now. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really how you carry yourself and, and what your frame of mind is. I mean, we all know 30 year old people that act like they're 70 and we know 70 year old oh, people yeah. that yeah, are like 30 year olds. So it really is that's just true. a state of mind. And uh, uh, I, what I what I like about, you know, about that is that yeah when you when you have a passion for something it gives you a reason to keep going you know people that oh, retire people retire and do nothing they they don't live very long after that a lot of them because they they don't have that fire to get up in the morning and do what they love yeah because when covid came i thought yeah i, I don't have to work i can just run every day and after about 30 days of that, I'm going, I miss my job so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just get up when you got, you got out and run. You weren't in contact with people, too. You're just free to be running. Right. It was so boring. I, I, I'd run, come home, lay on the couch for eight hours, get up and go run again. Yeah. Say, wow. Yeah. So in Hawaii, life. in Hawaii, what do you do? Just run till you hit the ocean? <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I hit the ocean whichever way I go after a while. Yeah. The whole island, if you go all the way around it, I've done it five times. It's 134 miles. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not a big island or anything. So, so do you uh, ever go, do you ever go to the other, you ever, do you ever train on the other islands or just Oahu? Well, I've, um, got this girl running partner now, her and her husband, but um, her husband works in California. I said, and she, um, has two boys and she's my running partner. And I think I've given her the bug the other day. She goes, Hey, my husband's in town. She'll drive for us. I have a plan. I go, oh, no, what's this? And, I, you know, and she just doesn't have anything crazy. She goes, why don't we relay from our house all the way to the airport, which is 20 miles. We each run five miles, five miles, five miles, five miles. Get to the airport, get on a plane, fly to Maui, run all the way to the other side of Maui and back, get on a plane, fly back, and then run back home. <laughs> I go, are you nuts? And she goes, well, that's something you would do. I said, yeah, I kind of like it. So we did it. <laughs> wow. So... Yeah. Wow, so that's that's really cool. And so I think I should mention you were you were you know, folks, this he's an amazing athlete and he's he for a good number and I don't know we're gonna talk about your diet in a second, but I know <laughs> you used to eat he used to eat he used to live on cereal and Taco Bell. <laughs> he should have done commercials for Taco Bell, right? Do you still is still I know cereal? I've been rich by now, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 
I think it was because of my upbringing. Um, <laughs> you know, my mom being married eight times, and every couple of years, some new dude telling me I'm going to eat my vegetables. I'm looking at this guy going, you're not my real dad. I'm not doing anything you say. So I never in my life ate fruits or vegetables, uh, the exception bananas once in a while. And Taco Bell was a, a, a great thing. Um, my grandma spoiled me. Um, these guys tried to make me eat fruits and vegetables. I'd pass that out the table, and my grandma would come over the next day, and I didn't know grandma's custard. She got all mad, and she'd give me a Twinkie when we got in the car and went to Taco Bell. So anyway, but um, yeah, I still to the day, I don't eat fruits and vegetables. I don't stretch, and yet I've had a pretty good career, and I've got on one product, and the doctor says, keep drinking that stuff. It's saving your life, and it's called Spiz, S-P-I-Z. I'm not trying to promote it or anything, but it, it's just uh, it has everything in there, all my vitamins, minerals, and everything. And I did a 31-day test. No one could believe I could do this. Live off it. This uh, powder stuff, you mix it with water. That's it. For 31 days. I lost 22 pounds. Wow. My LDLs went down like 59 points. It it was the most amazing study. My doctor said it's impossible. But he took the blood out of me 31 days before and after. And he goes, it's impossible. Just keep drinking that stuff and don't come back to me no more. He goes, it just doesn't make sense. It's called Stiz, S-T-I-Z? S-P-I-Z, S-P-I-Z. Oh, P as in Paul. Spiz.net. Spiz. And and again, I'm not trying to sell it. The guy's in California, really small company. He's a doctor, actually. And he he developed it to to help the guys that do the RAM, the Race Across America, uh, so they don't have to eat, you know, and have it set in their stomach. And so I, I, I picked it up, and I started turning it on to triathlons, paddlers, and and even students, because, you know, when students cram for a test all night yeah. and they're really tired the next morning, you have a bottle of this stuff, 97 grams of carbohydrates, and the feeling you get from it is not an ampy feeling. It's like a, wow, I can put water in my face. I feel so refreshed and everything's so clear. So it's legal drugs, basically. So you drink one of those a day? Well, no, I, I, I probably... I'm addicted to it, so I probably drink four or five a day. Um, it's probably over 50% of my diet now. I'm eating a lot of oatmeal, banana, eggs, a lot in uh, spiz, and I, you know, I still have my cheat meals. I go to Taco Bell once in a while and stuff, but I try to really cut back now. And my weight for a while there was between 185 and 200, and I just I got to 204 pounds, and I said I hate life. That's when I did that spiz diet. Lost 22 pounds, and ever since uh, last year, I've never been over 180 again. How could you? Get, how could you? How how did you get to 200 pounds when you're running and and working out like that? Well, well, you get hurt once in a while, so mm-hmm. three weeks you're off. Oh, oh, oh. and yeah. eating Taco Bell and pizza and and every day just blah, 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 and not training, boom. Yeah. And as you get older, you know, you gain weight faster. So, yeah. I just made it a fact. My new ceiling is 180 now. I will not. If I hit 180, I stop. I stop everything. I start drinking water and just really just watch it. And uh, and I've been staying about 175 for the last year. So I've been really happy. I feel so much better. My times have been faster in the marathons. I've been going farther in my other runs. So I think you know weight is a key thing. And since I don't eat as good as I should um, by drinking the spiz and really just trying to watch what I eat oatmeal, banana, eggs, stuff like that. Uh, it's been working. I've been staying in the 170s, and I feel so much better about life, you know. What about what about weight training? Do you do that? 
no, I'm too lazy. It's like stretching. Stretching, yeah. weightlifting, all the things I should be doing. It's just like, oh, I don't have time. People say, do it 10, 15 minutes a day. That's all it takes. I know, but, eh, you know. <laughs> but you don't, you don't do the stretching, so you don't. Now, they say stretch, so you don't pull anything. But you, do you have any trouble pulling things when you're running? No, I can touch my knees. You know how some people touch their toes? Yeah. I touch my knees, and two big softballs come out of the back of my thigh. But if you think about it, ultra running, you're not really, you know, like a sprinter needs to stretch and stuff. Because there's like, boom, boom, boom. When I start doing a 100-mile run, I just start walking. And then I start jogging slow. And so you're not really, you know, technical. But now that I'm doing marathons and I'm, you know, actually getting faster, I, I did an 806 pace for the whole marathon. I'm actually starting to do faster stuff. So every once in a while, I'll strain a calf or strain a, a hamstring. And it's from that stretching. And so, you know, it's my own fault when that happens. So... But, yeah, I ride the fine line. I just, uh, I think I can always get away with everything because I've been getting away for so long. Because people have always said, you're not going to make it past 40. You're not going to make it past 50. You're not, I go, well, you know, people don't know. Yeah, you know what? These people don't know what they're talking about when they say that. You got to, I mean, you know, everyone's so quick. There's 102, right? Huh? George Burns smoked till he was 102. Yeah, well, George George Burns used to say this. He used to say, they they used to go, uh, I smoke uh, nine cigars a day. I drink three. I drink. I drink three martinis a day. People say to me, George, what does your doctor say? I said, my doctor's dead. <laughs> and that's what he used no, to say. <laughs> yeah. you know, stuff like that. So I said, hey, if some people can do stuff like that, why can't I do that? Right, and, right. And so people, I think people are starting to believe me now. They go, holy crap, you're running so good right now, and you, your weight's down, you look good. And yeah. I said, because I don't, I don't eat fruits and vegetables, and I don't stretch. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, isn't I mean, it funny? No, I, isn't it funny how people are so quick to say what you can't do instead of, you know, right. instead of, you know, that's why you have to believe in yourself no matter what you're doing with your life because people, you know, people will tell you everything you can't do and they don't know anything about you. So you well, just. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure even yourself. I mean, when you first started in the business. You know, people are saying, hey, it's a hard business. You're not going to ever make it. Da, da, da. Oh, they and, told me I wouldn't be able stuff. to get. Yeah, they told me I wouldn't be able yeah. to get and past them. you never the, gave up. And no. then all of a sudden, I knew you when you're back in Orlando, and then finally you got to Vegas, and then you've, you know, you've done well for yourself, so it's awesome. And that well, inspires me even. Well, you know, it's so funny. is a lot, a lot of thing, and he made it. Yeah, a lot of those people that will tell you, you you're never going to make it. Those are the same people that want to tell everybody that they know you. <laughs> it's a strange. I know. It's the strangest yeah. thing, you know. And yeah. you go, uh, and mean, then hey, yeah. hey, I knew you made it big when you and Rich Little were hanging out together. Oh, Rich <laughs> Little, you know, Rich Little, yeah, he made an appearance in in our movie Faith Wins the Wild Card of the Strip, and and yeah. Rich Little, so. yeah, he's a wonderful man, and he's I've interviewed him several times too, and. He came to my live stand-up show a few weeks back and sat in the front row, and I that was like surreal. Oh I mean, God. you know, here I was doing comedy and impressions with my my childhood idol in the front row yeah. watching the show, and I was thinking, you know, I was thinking, wow, this is like a dream. I, I you know, it was surreal to me. So I mean, uh, I mean, how old is he now? How old is he? Rich Little, I think he's around eighty-one, right in there. But I was going to say, even back in fourth grade, when you first started doing your impressions and stuff, 
you know, I mean, he was already, I think, starting. In, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Already. He's been. He's an icon. He's a legend. Rich Little is just a. Yeah. Rich That's Little so, is. I mean, so I'm proud of you, brother. I mean, so we, so we can be proud of each other for different things, and. And again, it's, it's nothing to do with money or anything. It's like you went after your dream and you're living your dream. I went after my dream. I'm living my dream. Yeah, you know and, what, Chat? You're right. I mean, if it all ends tomorrow, I, I I would say, you know what? I got to do what I love to do, and I never stopped doing it. And that that yeah. to me is gold. Me you know, it's to me well, is the gold. Other day, what really set set in my head was, um, I've got a really super good friend. But he works his butt off. I mean, he works twelve-hour days, and he does this and that, and just just works so hard. He's got a lot of nice toys, and I say he's got a house, he's got a boat, he's got motorcycles, and he says, "I'm so jealous of you." I go, "Why?" I I own my car. That's about it. <laughs> and I said, "I rent, and I just I mean, I have nothing, and I live paycheck to paycheck." He goes, "But you can do whatever you want." I'm so stuck. I can never do. I've got to work. 12 hours a day or I'll never be able to and and it kind of clicked in my head that wow well because you know I I think a lot of people uh, yeah a lot of people I mean I I just think that you know our job as parents to our kids and that kind of thing is help them find their gifts you know help them find whatever they're they're naturally born with and help bring that out of them and i i really think school teachers that's that's their main job too is to not lump all these kids in one category because in that class you have kids that are great future performers great kids that are athletes great kids that are good in math that could Academic. Yeah, everybody's got different talents for different things. And, and, you know, when we were kids, you know, teachers would kind of lump everybody together and say, well, you're, you're not, yeah, you're not as good as so-and-so and and he's good in math and you're not. So there's something wrong with you. It's like, no, no, no. But, (laughs) but the person that's good in math can't do what I do. So I think it's really important for as parents and as teachers to find the gifts in these kids and bring that out. You know? Well, I have a lot of friends that are pretty well-to-do, mm-hmm. and people always go, how do you know him? How, how come you hang out with him? I go, because it's not about money. It's I not go, about money. He does a sport. I do a sport, and we both do it. It doesn't matter who's rich or who's not. I mean, I show up at the race just like he does. I mean, he might stay in the a nicer sweet than me, but I don't care. I don't. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't matter. Well, all right. Chet, no, I, no, Chet, I know, I know. Chet the Jet Blanton. Uh, is there a website or, or, or contact info or, you want? Not really. Um, I've got an email, uh, chat at hbl.org. If anybody ever wants to email me, ask me any questions about running or probably shouldn't ask me about nutrition or anything, but, you know, but. Yeah, and you're on, face, you're on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Yeah, uh, on Facebook. How do they find yeah. you on Facebook? Just Chet the Jet Blanton? Yeah. And it'll pop up, and I'd be willing to talk to anybody. And if I can help anybody, that'd be awesome. That's awesome. And I will be in Vegas in December, so I hope to... Yeah, we'll go. Here. We'll hook up for lunch or something. Chet the Jet Blanton, ladies and gentlemen, ultra-endurance athlete from Hawaii. Thanks, buddy. The great Richard Natoli. We will, we'll talk to you soon. Man. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for listening, folks. We will be back next week with another show of the Vegas Voice Radio Show. Rich Natoli, your host, signing off. Goodbye. I'm John the Announcer. Thanks for listening. Visit my website at johntheannouncer.com. And speaking of websites, don't forget about the Vegas Voice. 
It's the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. You know, Rich and I love it when you come by to say hello. We know there's a lot of things you could be doing. The fact that you've chosen to spend a little time with us means the world. It really does. So join us next Saturday afternoon at 4 for more of this, The Vegas Voice. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. Call 800-923-8625. That's 800-923-8625. 800-923-8625. It's the funniest show in town. Jewman Group at the Tuscany Suites and Casino. A comedy thousands of years in the making. Wednesday to Saturday, 5.30 p.m. in the Copa Room at the Tuscany. From the Catskills to the Borscht Belt to the shimmering lights of Las Vegas. It's Jewman Group at the Tuscany. For tickets and information, log on to JewmanGroup.com. That's JewmanGroup.com. You're going to laugh your tuchus off. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Here is a film more a piece of art than narrative journey. The Iron Lady is crafted to portray the somewhat addled musings of Baroness Margaret Thatcher as she nears the end of her life. Her mind wanders through time as she remembers turning points in her life and powerful career. But remember, this is art, not fact. It's important to understand that we are seeing events as writer Abby Morgan believes Thatcher remembers them, not as pinpoint historical accuracy. Only when we abandon the expectation of straight-form narrative and accept that we are watching the blurred memories of a great woman in her final days can we recognize the special value of this wonderful film. Thatcher upheld her policies with fierce intensity and set the stage for modern extreme conservatism. There are those who hold her up as a hero and those who curse her memory. Yet admirably, the filmmakers managed to take no political sides on the issues. And for those among us who love great acting performances, Meryl Streep is at the top of her form as the Iron Lady, making us hang on for the credits just to be sure it was her. Bravo! Indie Film Minute. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental.